This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Hello, everyone. Isaiah here. Welcome back to my little video cast here. I am sorry I missed the last couple of days, but last Thursday was my wedding anniversary. Yep, I'm married and I've been married now for 18 years. My marriage is now legal, old enough to vote in the States and drink in Norway. So that's pretty cool. So with me getting, having a wedding anniversary, 18 years, can't believe how quick that's gone. I've now got two kids, an eight-year-old and a four-year-old, two cats, for the time being at least. Things are kind of settling down, but anyway, I'm not here to talk about my wedding, my marriage, although I think there's some stuff, some parallels to being married for a long time and also business, what it's like to be a business, some of the things you go through. I did a little bit of research. Let's go talk about this, shall we? So. When I looked it up, I wanted to see kind of what the stages of marriage were because I was thinking about the honeymoon stage is very similar to the honeymoon stage of business and then reality sets in. And so I went and looked and found some parallels. Not all of them are 100% parallel. I mean, we're talking the difference between business and a marriage, which are not exactly the same, but there are some things that are indeed the same. So with that in mind, let's go check this out. Let's go read a little bit here. From this article I found, it's Everyday Health, the seven stages of marriages. So let's take a look. Let's scroll through real quick. We have the honeymoon stage. It's, as they say here, universally acknowledged as romantic, tender, and idealistic. The, quote, honeymoon, unquote, stage of marriage occurs immediately after the wedding through the next several months, possibly lasting as long as a year or two. In fact, ancient Israel, in ancient Israel, the army would not constrict men for the first year of their marriages to give them time to start building the relationship, a home, and a couple's family. Yada, yada, yada. Then the adjustment phase, the honeymoon's over. It's where you start to adjust. Reality sets in. And now you go, oh, okay, now I have to share a bed. I'm not used to that. You get kicked out of bed by your wife. Things like that. Do you got adjust? Sometimes that happens right in the honeymoon phase too. So, but anyway, but work, family, the good fights, but you really yell and scream at it, all that stuff comes out now. It's it's kind of adjusting to the reality of now you're married. Great escape phase. Um, after a while, it get can get really things can get rough and go back and forth and you can get to the point where you really don't like each other and you might want to leave. You might go have an affair. You might do something stupid. This is the time. Uh, then the reassessment phase says late in the first decade of marriage and often to the second decade, couples become more accustomed to their situation and each other's quirks. They begin to mature, especially if their children are present. Oh, my Audio is going to be loving me smacking the mic there. Sorry, guys. Um, 
be, you know, the kids, it's more calm to calm down and recommit yourself to marriage instead of opting to bail out. Then the growing together phase where the children are older and they're heading off and they become closer and on and on it goes. But those are the ones I want to talk about mostly in the fulfillment stage. I'll touch on that a little bit. So let's come over here, see if this, yeah, it works. Okay, cool. Here's my little notes. I'm going to stop sharing now because I don't want you to see all my horrible notes and quick typos. So the honeymoon stage, let's start with that. Now, when you're married, you feel, as I said, everything's perfect and little hiccups are no big deal. Yeah, okay, you're on your honeymoon and the restaurant gets your order wrong and, oh, it's no big deal. And uh, everything's so happy, happy. And when you're in business, man, you start your own business and now you're on top of the world. You're, it's amazing. You are now a business owner. For some people, like myself, it's a dream to come true. You now are officially registered. You own your business and you're, you got it. You're started. You've got your flyers. You've got your marketing plan. You think you got this. You got this. It's so easy. You're going to be making money. It's going to be amazing. You're going to hit out of the park. You get your website. You print up some business cards and you're ready to go and you're really excited. And this lasts for a little while. It's, it's fun. It's really fun starting a business. Matter of fact, I think that's a reason why some people start business after business after business after business to recapture that little bit of excitement of starting a business up right away. Now, I don't recommend doing this. Sure, starting a business, getting it running, getting it going, so it's completely fine. But people tend to get flighty the second things get rough, reality sets in, and then all of a sudden the business is not for them and they go on to something else. I've talked about this before in my regular podcast. I can't remember the title, but you can go look into it. I'll probably touch on this again in the future. But for now, so you, the honeymoon phase, it's fun. You start the business, the business owner, people are like, oh, you own a business. Are you hiring? You must be wealthy. The answer is no, I'm not hiring. Just started, not wealthy, flat broke, but I do own a business. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good old days. Now, I guess stop hitting this mic. Sorry, guys. Um, then comes up next. Let's go see what's the next one here on the list. Reality sets in the adjustment phase. Oh, yes. This is when you realize that perhaps being a business owner was not as easy as you think. Bills are building up, sales are not building up, you're running through money faster than you're making it. You don't know what to do. You're a little bit of struggle. Um, those questions about, are you hiring? Are you wealthy? Are you no longer kind of fun because you're a business owner? And they turn into the, uh, yeah, no, I'm failing at my business. Shh, go away. Questions, you kind of, your perspective changes. And you have to try to figure out things like, oh crap, I forgot. I have to do my own accounting. Oh no, I need to pay taxes. Oh no. Uh, there's a big difference between marketing and sales difference I learned the hard way. So all these little things that just starts the first real road bumps of going to business. You have an upset customer now. 
and now you have to pay him back money and then you have to try to fix that problem and then you get a job and then someone else outbids you underbids you and you lose the job and all this stuff that happens when you build a business comes up and you have to adjust to it it's okay though because as long as you push through you can make it through and you go on to the next stage and that's the great escape phase because after the adjustment phase and being a business owner i know initially things don't always work out as well or as much as you think you will would it's really rough years go by you don't see any real progress i mean i went through the first two years of my business i made virtually no money it took me two years to even make enough sales sales gross sales that's not profit that's not net that's gross sales to equal one month's pay net in norway so i worked for two years to earn the equivalent of about three thousand us dollars gross before taxes that's it for two years now running a business for two years and only selling for three thousand dollars in two years is not what I would call a successful business. Now, in my story, my business did change. I did take a course. I did take some classes. I did change some things around and boosted my sales up to around 70,000 US dollars, 60, 70 the next year, and then on to 100, um, no, six or 7,000 the next year. Sorry, not 70, six or 70,000 kroner. And then on to the year after that was about 13,000 for the year. So it was jumping up, steadily jumping up. Still not a lot by U.S. standards, still not making a huge amount of money, but still growing, getting progress, as I learned. Now, of course, in that time, I, I was making some money, but not a lot of money. and Wife is getting frustrated when I'm not bringing enough money in. I'm looking for other part-time work. I'm working in my business. It's rough. And that's the time where you might be thinking, okay, this business is not working. Should I quit? Should I jump onto my next idea? Should I go business to business to business? I do know people and have talked to people, have met that start a business and then go to the next business and let that one die off, go to another business, let the other one die off, go to another business, let that one die off. And they're very scatterbrained and in the sense of they go from one to one to one to one, but they never stop to invest the time and push through those hard times to get it really well established. So that's the great escape phase. And in marriage, same thing. You can get to the point where it's really rough. And just being honest here, I've been to that point. I've, me and my wife have gone up to that edge of divorce, looked at it, looked over it, waved over it, got very scared from it, backed away from the edge. We had some real issues, which again, business pockets, not going to, that we had to work through. And business can do it like that. It can be that part where you just, things are rough. Things are not always easy. I mean, we get so used to the Hollywood and they lived happily ever after they got married. Then everything was just so perfect after, afterwards. <laughs> and 
no, real life's not a fairy tale. Business is not a fairy tale. You have to work on it. You have to struggle through, fight through, and work through the hard times to make it through the other end. You quit too early, you might have missed your breakthrough. Now, I talk about it in one of the podcasts about the overnight success. And the most overnight success you see in business are about between 5 and 15 years in the making. So pushing through this hard time might get you through to that breakthrough. So then jumping on to the, the reassessment phase. And you, from my experience, this again, this is just my experience. This one is not a lot of research into it, just my observations. This reassessment page can come in earlier or later. We look at, see what's going good, what's not going good. Um, fix things, adjust as you go. Now, one thing this can lead to in the reassessment phase is changing your brand, rebranding, changing your focus, changing the direction. I had to do this in my business fairly early on. After the first couple of years, things were not working out very well. Two, three years, things weren't working. But the one thing in my business that was working, my original idea, was to teach origami, teach balloon animals, and teach people how to juggle. So they would have something to do other than sit and stare at their phones all day. Initial. But, and do party planning, all this other stuff that I was trying to cram in there. But the only thing that seemed to really be popular and really take off and get people's attentions was the balloons. They really liked the balloon part, the balloon animals. Doing the balloons, that was the big deal. And so when I stopped and reassessed my business, where I was, where I'd been, where I was going with it, I realized that doing the balloons was the core of my business. That was what I needed to do. And then as I took a course in balloons, and I pivoted towards doing only balloons that started making a change. And then I reassessed the other stuff's not working, cut that out. What works? Balloons, incorporate that, grow on that, expand on that, build on that core concept, that hedgehog concept of balloons. Again, I'll be back to that. If you don't know what a hedgehog concept is, Jim Collins, great guy, great concept. I'll come back to that. Or you can go back to my podcast audio. I talk about that a few times as well. Anyway, but realizing that balloons are the core of my business, I re rebranded my whole business after reevaluating to from unplugged entertainment, where most people thought I was a band or a guitar player or a musician. And the music gene skipped right over me and hit the rest of my family, missed me completely. I dodged it. But no, I'm not a musician. I don't do acoustic guitar none of that but that's what my brand was saying you're unplugged entertainment you got to be a guitar player or something and well anyway so i reevaluated shifted renamed my company rebranded to in english the balloon event agency or in norwegian balloon event bureau and that really took off that was a real big change and that change and reevaluating, fixing my website, getting a professional to do my logo, all these little things really changed the whole trajectory of my business. Now, let's go take a look at the other stages. Let's talk about a couple of them, just a little bit more. Growing together phase. Um, 
that's a bit different in marriage, but I think in business, that's where you reassessed and now things are going good. You've got your business plan. You've got things going. Things are rolling. You're making money. You're hiring people, perhaps. Your business is starting to grow. And this is where you really need to stay on that and kind of focus on that and kind of really focus like you want to try to come back to that excitement of starting the own business, but still have that maturity of kind of putting into cruise, not cruise in that sense, but where things are okay, but and you're just kind of adjustment and you're just kind of staying there and making sure things are working. And that's where you're really building and really growing, growing together, as they say, where you're growing your business, where it's really starting to pick up steam. Of course, the midlife strife phase, not sure if that applies to business so much, but maybe it does. Maybe uh, from what I've seen, I have actually seen midlife crisis stage in business. People, their business doing good. They're pretty decent, but they get tired of it. They get burned out. They don't want to do the business anymore. Most often it's because uh, as with my interview with Dan Miller, as he says, they create themselves a job, not a business, and they get worn down and they lose interest and they just get so sick and tired of being in the business, they just want to quit. And they're tired and it's a crisis. And sometimes they just lost their passion that they had before and they don't know what happened and it's rough. And I've seen a lot of people quit. When they hit this phase, they just stop and they end it and they close down. And they don't have anything to show for it. I've seen this so many times, especially in the balloon industry. I see it all the time. It happens. It's sad. And then the lastly is a fulfillment stage where they, I'll just read this here real quick. It says, after a few decades, the husband and wife realize in this stage of marriage that they have somehow managed to stay together and they are contented to do so for the rest of their lives. For some couples, this may entail simply looking back on earlier years together falling in love again, all that good stuff. Now, let's jump forward to business, business podcast after all. This is when your business is now officially a business, not just a job that you work in, where your whole job, your whole business, you just, it's working. You've got several employees, you've got a management team, perhaps, you're managing the business more than working the business. One guy I know, a guy named David Mahoney, I'm hoping to try to get him on this podcast if possible. He's been a balloon, he's a, in the balloon business. He's been an inspiration. He helped me through my transitions times. He's helped advise me when I came to rebrand. Great guy. But he is, his business now, in my opinion, I don't know if he'd say this to himself, but in my opinion, is in this fulfillment stage. He's got something like 15 or 20 employees. He's got multiple vans. He's got about a million, almost a million dollars or plus a year in sales. He employs several people. He has a great team. He's he's just doing great with his business. He still works a lot in the business, but he's no longer blowing up balloons. He almost never inflates a balloon now. He started off doing balloons as a balloon uh, decorated balloon artist, but then now he's got a team that does the balloons. He's got a team that takes the calls. He's got a team that makes the sales. He's got a team that that's the website. He's got a team that does it. He's got people managing it. He's got people helping him hire and all the good stuff. And he's still holding control of it. But right now, it's just amazing. He's got a fully functioning, developed 
business. Now, at this stage in an entrepreneur's life, this can take five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, your whole life. Don't know. Don't know how long it takes. Can be shorter, faster, varies person to person. Your results may vary. But when you get to this stage, then you have an investment. You can be on top of it. You can sell it. That's called harvesting. You can sell your business, make a lot of money. You can turn it over to a full management team and step back. You can go public with it. There's a lot of things you can do from this point on to get fulfillment out of your business. You can go start another thing, sell this one. But that seems to be the overall stages of a business. And your business can end before any of these stages are fully through. Except for the honeymoon stage, most people keep their business through the honeymoon stage. And when things get rough afterwards, that's when that kind of goes down. But just to kind of give you my, my, some parallels between being married for 18 years and being in business now for eight. Uh, eight, yeah, eight years so far in business. So, yeah, and you go through all these stages. I've gone through a lot of them. Not all of them. I wish I was more at the fulfillment stage, but not there yet. Of course, that was set back by COVID. So life can come in and kick your butt too. Marriages can can be right in the middle of a marriage and going through one of the stages and somebody gets really sick. You you wind up with big troubles in your marriage. Things happen. Uh, your spouse can, can maybe contract cancer, come down with cancer, or some life thing happens that kicks you in the butt and messes you all up. Yeah, that happens. Happens in business. COVID did that to a lot of people, myself included. But with all of this in mind, the, you have to stay at it until you hit that fulfillment stage. And you have to push through. You have to decide to push through. Now, when it comes to marriage, 18 years, like I said, yeah, I haven't had the complete Hollywood marriage because those don't really exist. Just hate to break it to you, but it doesn't exist. But I've now been married for 18 years. It's a long time. Planning to be married at least another 20, 30, 40 years. That's the goal, right? And in order to do that, in order to push through, yeah, it takes two on a marriage. You have to push through. You have to be willing to just realize this might be a stage we're going through. This is rough. And just push through to the end. Anyway, with that, I'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully, I'll get some more interviews up here soon. Talk later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www. A T H E O Z dot com or A the Oz dot com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.